You're listening to Intentional Optimists, the podcast for unconventional leaders, where you'll find inspiration, learn to discover and develop your own strengths, and hear from inspiring women just like you who are making a difference in their community. Who knows, you just might find yourself stepping up as the next unconventional leader right where you are. I'm your host, Andrea Johnson, the original Intentional Optimist. Hey there, welcome to the show today. I am just coming off a week of staycation in which I completely overhauled my son's room. You see, he's headed into sixth grade and his room hadn't been touched since we moved in when he was two and a half. (laughs) Granted, giant Ikea leaves, zigzag bookshelves, and the train rug had been removed, but the holes in the walls had been patched and never painted over, and the colors were still bright green and blue. Have I mentioned how long-suffering he is? Well, if you've ever, ever removed a chair rail molding, patched, sanded, primed, and painted, you'll identify with the fact that I am physically used up. And yet here I am sharing an overview of one more tenet of intentional optimism, being energetic. Yes, you do hear me laughing. Now, last week, Lee McCraw-Levitt brought up the energy of possibility. And next week, I have another guest who truly embodies energy. So that's what I'm jumping into, what it means to be energetic. My husband, Sweet Thing, has subscribed and is listening to my podcast. And while we were cooking supper last week, he said he was struck with the fact that I have such high energy throughout the whole podcast. Now, immediately, I thought, oh, no. But he went on to explain that it feels authentic. It sounds like me. Well, that's a relief. But then he said, gosh, honey, you must find me a real drag. And I said, no, 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 no. Sweetie, we balance each other. He keeps me from being too flitty and manic. And I keep him from being too regimented. And we'll talk about disc behavior analysis in a few weeks. And you'll see what I mean. But it's important to understand that energy comes in many forms. I'm convinced it stems from doing what you love. Hence, working on my son's room all week and still having energy to record a podcast. As they say at Life is Good, do what you love and love what you do. So part of my energy on this podcast comes from the fact that I love what I do. But let's break it down. For my purposes, there are three main areas to look at when we talk about being energetic. And the first one is industrious. And this is more of a descriptor. When you look at the Proverbs 31 woman, upon whom most of my philosophy is based, she's got her hands in all the pots. Real estate, investing, shipping, manufacturing. But how does that show up in our lives? Well, I'm always looking for ways to do more, thinking outside the box. This is true creativity. Even if you are in no way artistically inclined, every time you solve a problem, you're creating. How to get around a traffic jam, or get your two-year-old to take a nap, or maybe you substitute ingredients in a recipe. Chase Jarvis, in his book Creative Calling, outlines the brilliant concept of establishing a daily practice, infusing your world with meaning and succeeding in work and life. And I'll dedicate an entire podcast to creativity in the future, but I wanted to make sure you understand that creativity is what you do every single day. And that said, developing your skills and abilities allows you to do more. Becoming skilled in a variety of areas like home and hearth or 
trades, professional skills, or emotional intelligence, all of those things allow for personal growth. So when you look at the things you love, are those skills you need to develop and capitalize on? When you do things you either aren't very skilled at or worse, don't like, you use up energy at an alarming rate. Switch it up and you'll start building rather than draining. But being industrious isn't just creating, it's also sustaining. There's a responsibility that comes with being an earner or provider. I need to be a good steward of my resources, financial and otherwise. This is how the tenets of intentional optimism overlap. I need to be a good and wise provider. I'll be honest with you, this one's a challenge for me. I can create, build, earn, interview, all that stuff. But I'm still learning how to be wise and savvy in my finances. Yes, some of it's my personality, but some of it is just getting over scarcity mindset or using the purchasing power of a credit card instead of dealing with thoughts and feelings I don't care to confront at the moment. Now, if I want to be a philanthropist sharing my resources with others, I need to grow in this area. Sound familiar? Well, let's grow together. The second aspect of energetic is excitement. Now this one comes pretty easily for me. My joy is usually spontaneous and it's not just about me. I feel and share my joy for others and their situations, even in the small aspects of daily life. One of my favorite words is yay. You'll see it all over my Facebook and Instagram feed. It expresses that joy for me. I also use a lot of exclamation points, and no, you can't stop me. As a professional encourager, it is my job to help spread joy. But here's the nice thing. We can actually generate it. Brendan Burchard uses the analogy of a power plant. He says the power plant doesn't get energy. It creates it. It generates it. And part of that, my friend, is deciding. That's right. Decide. Take every opportunity to produce, nurture, and share your joy and excitement with others. Now, your joy may look completely different than mine. Awesome. Be you. I have a friend who can find a four-leaf clover pretty much on demand. Her joy is never loud like mine, but she shares it on the regular each time she posts another four-leaf find. But generating, experiencing, and sharing your joy actually gives you power. It helps you persevere, sticking it out for the long haul, going through all the hard learning opportunities that Lee McCraw-Levitt talked about last week on The Hero's Journey, and doing it all with a sense of excitement and joy. That's what makes each lesson worth learning and sharing with others. King David talked about busting out his dance moves because he was just so overwhelmed with the joy that came from his relationship with God. And sister, let me tell you, he had some tough lessons to learn. Now, lastly, being energetic means we're life-focused. All of life. First off, people are more important than ideas or things. Let me say that again. People are more important than ideas or things every single time. That includes the stuff in my house that gets destroyed by a four-year-old or the feelings and sensibilities of a group of people who think differently than me. Yes, some of you will disagree with me on theological terms, but if you want to discuss the Christian idea of what is important, I submit that even God thinks people are important enough to step into history and do some pretty radical stuff. 
I have infamously and emphatically proclaimed this particular idea to poor, unsuspecting Sunday school teachers and extended family. But let me tell you, I didn't always understand this concept, which is probably why I feel so strongly about it. It's a newer one for me. But I'm humbled and grateful that life circumstances and quite frankly God have brought me here. If you knew me even five years ago, you'd agree. Being life-focused also means that I am smart about health and wellness. I strive to be healthy in body, mind, soul, and spirit. I promote positive movement in all these areas. And you can't have one without the others, I promise. We're whole creatures. That's just part of being made in the image of our Creator. I eat foods that serve my body, and I have a long story in this area, which I'll share later, but here's a teaser. I used to weigh 310 pounds. I also read, listen, and consume things that grow and develop my mind. I participate in activities and spend time with people who nurture my soul, staying away from those who don't. I also practice spiritual disciplines that grow my relationship with God. Now, I am not perfect. And I have plenty of room for improvement in all these areas, but this is the path I've chosen, and I think it's an important one. The last aspect of being life-focused is uplifting others. I offer encouragement, lift others up and edify them, promoting positive change. I once began a job supervising an underperforming staff. I hope you can hear my air quotes there. I was told all the things that everyone else had tried to do to whip them into shape. And there were certain people I would be better off just managing out. Well, here's a shocker. I chose a different route. Let me explain. I have flower pots all in my backyard. And I learned a long time ago that purchasing succulents is the way to go for me. I love lush, green, floral bounty, but I notoriously forget to water. However, the last few years have found me even more busy and I have completely neglected these pots. And let me tell you, they're big pots, like 24 inches across the top. The succulents, though, they don't care. They just grow bigger each year, climbing out of the pots and covering my beds with easy-to-grow, beautiful plants. Bonus! Extra plants! Well, one pot, though, on my deck had Creeping Jenny in it, not a succulent. This spring, I noticed it was covering the top of the soil. Awesome! No planting duties for me. Well, then we had a hot, dry spell, and everything in the pot turned brown and died. Well, I guess I put no work into it, so no big deal, right? But then the rain came back, and lo and behold, so did the creeping Jenny, just like that. It's amazing what a little sunshine and water will do for people, too. This is the classic carrot versus stick conversation. No, we don't need to flatter and blow smoke. We just need to be kind and encouraging. Everyone responds well to that. So what does this mean for you? Do you feel like your energy is lagging, or worse, non-existent? Remember, the best way to become more energetic is to do what you love. So this week, here are some takeaways for you. First, take a look at where industry is showing up in your life, but you've just never recognized it. Maybe it's in the traditional creativity sense, maybe not. Check out Creative Calling and see what Chase Jarvis has to say. Second, do the things you love and share your excitement. Maybe like Brendan Burchard, you need to bring the joy. 
Well, that's a decision, my friend. You have the ability to generate and share excitement and energy, tapping into a power you may have overlooked. Third, where are you not life-focused? In this world today, politics and ideologies have taken a front seat where kindness, understanding, and people need to be. Take a look in the mirror and then be honest. This alone can make a huge difference. Now, if you're someone who likes steps and specifics, you can check out my blog post titled 12 Unsuspected Ways to Tap Your Energy and Benefit Others. The link will be posted in the show notes. Trust me, these are things I work on and am reminded of them daily. I'd love to hear from you and encourage you as you begin your journey into becoming more energetic. Drop a comment or review right below where you listen to this podcast and tell me all about it. Or better yet, email me. The address is provided in the show notes as well. And let me know how I can be your professional encourager. Until next time. Hey, thanks for listening today. If you're an intentional optimist and you love this podcast, please subscribe and leave a review with a five-star rating. You can also snap a screenshot right where you're listening, share it to social media, and tag me. This helps others find us and will have an even bigger impact. If you're curious what it would be like to work more closely with me or just to step up as an unconventional leader yourself, I invite you to schedule a free discovery session to talk with me and learn more. Just email me at andrea at theintentionaloptimist.com. If you're looking for an encouraging and uplifting community on Facebook, hop on over and join the Intentional Optimist group, women encouraging women from all over the globe. The community and email links are right here in the show description wherever you listen to the podcast. Until next time, remember, you're the answer. You are the future of leadership and the role models for future generations.